0: Well welcome to our podcast. Uh, I'm Peg Peters. And I'm Dave Phillips. Yeah. So we yeah we've been Dave and I have been kind of talking over the last uh, couple weeks uh, about trying to provide an opportunity to put some ideas out there for people. I think in the midst of this COVID-19 was crisis or this this time in our history a lot of people are feeling anxious and scared and uh I think, um, you know, and I, you and I have been talking a lot going, I think people would enjoy having a conversation, hearing a conversation between you and I, and, and hopefully that helps them. Let yeah, me-
1: yeah, just to tie a couple of strands there, um, we, we talked about uh, right now with the national crisis, global crisis, uh, is there a need for us to kind of reconnect a little bit to the Nexus community and we said, yeah, probably we, you know, you don't know what the next couple of months are going to be like, and maybe there will be a need for that kind of connection to folks. And then, Kind of, and we've been thinking about doing this podcast, and we want mm. to start it with our Nexus community. Kind of been thinking of this idea of why did we stop? Well, in so many ways, we kind of felt we didn't really have much more to say. Mm-hmm. We kind of we said what we needed to say, and it seemed to have plateaued. Yeah, and,
0: and I think our lives changed, and the yeah, community structure yeah. of of running Nexus as a as a, a faith community, yeah, a structured faith yeah. community, yeah. That was a bit taxing and hard, and you know, not, we were doing it off the side of our desk. So it was like,
1: yeah. eh, I don't know if this yeah. is working anymore
0: to do this faith community. Right. But um, and that was
1: what was that yeah. May of 2016 or 2017? I, I think feel 17. like it, somewhere in there, years ago. Yeah, three or And, three or four, and yeah. about I don't know, about six months ago, you and I. Well, you and I have been on a journey, mm-hmm. and that's you know, part of part of what we want to kind of start talking about at some point. But in that, in that process, we kind of said, I think we got more to say again. Yeah, I think we're, uh, we think many people might be interested in it. Yeah. And, it, and uh, you know, there's certain parts of that from uh, uh, some of the stuff I've been learning in therapy, some of the stuff mm. you've been learning in Run for Water, but also personal stuff we've mm-hmm. been going through. And so, yeah, so this gave us a great time to kind of say, hey, let's, why don't we do it? And I suggested to you the other day, I saw a movie mm-hmm. that, that, when I watched it, I thought to myself, "I think this is the best movie I've ever seen." Which wow. is that is amazing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, uh, every now and then a film kind of comes along. You go, "Holy crap! What's what are they? What are they saying here?" Yeah, right. And and for me, it just was like
0: right yeah, where yeah, my brain yeah, is at
1: yeah. these days. And uh, and yet, it's a. Uh, yeah, uh, Peg. There's a. Uh, it's a tricky little thing. What's that? What's that show where <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, that's, uh, that's waiting for
0: Goffman. Yeah. yeah, waiting for it's, a yeah. it's Yeah, tricky little thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's a. It's a funny little movie, but it's a tricky movie. Yeah, and I think I think you could miss. Yeah, easily you, miss what this movie is talking let's about.
0: Let's say you have no primer on the film and you just want to watch it. I mean, we'll we'll tell you the film. It's uh, um, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's yeah. a beautiful day, or yeah, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. The story yeah. of, of of Mr. Rogers. I think that's what Tom people think. It's
1: a story. It's of miss, not about Mr. It's Rogers. Not a, it's certainly not yeah, a documentary yeah, 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 or a yeah, biopic yeah. in that sense. Yeah. You had said that after you watched, you went, "Oh, this isn't really a biopic." No, I mean,
0: it, yeah. it kind of is, but it isn't really. It's really nothing. I mean. It's It happens to use the foil of Mr. Rogers and who he is as a way to get, to look at all of our lives and the anxieties that we hold, the traumas that we have, and who we are as people in this world. But it uses Mr. Rogers as kind of almost like a foil in the story to bring up some of this stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, so, yeah.
1: I heard well, about it. You yeah. know, my, my daughter-in-law loves Mr. Rogers. Mm. And, and you know what? I think so many of us who at least saw it, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of us know who Fred Rogers is, know the show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, uh, have this weird, we, we can see that it's hokey. Yeah. We can see that the production values the and even-
0: puppets are stupid and what are we talking about here? But we're aware yeah. that it's
1: hokey and yet almost all of us could say, man, it touched me. I, I love it. Yeah. Which is a weird dichotomy, and right? I don't know
0: why. Right, right. It's bizarre. Yeah.
1: Like, why do I like Mr. Rogers so much? He's like, it feels like Sunday school or something. Yeah. It's just yeah. the right, it's got that yeah. kind of I don't know, hokey the right word, whatever it is. Anyways, my daughter-in-law, she just loved Mr. Rogers in a and almost in a fierce way. Like if you were ever to say something yeah. against Mr. Don't Rogers. Yeah, exactly, I guess. Yeah. And and she was the one who said to me you know, hey, the movie's being made, and you got to watch it. So it's in the back of my mind, and and then when I when I saw the uh, Academy Awards, and mm-hmm. you know, Hanks got nominated for his portrayal, I went, oh, it's obviously a good film, mm-hmm. and so it was always in my brain. Yeah. I, I want to watch it, and uh, and then it came on, you know, on demand, and so uh, Adele and I last Friday night said, uh, hey, we should watch this, mm. and we did, mm. and like I said a few minutes ago, Peg, it, it. It took my breath away. Mm. So much so that yeah. I said, you and Heather got to come over. Yeah, I know. The next
0: day. Right? You're like, Peg, you got to come over. Just watch this movie with me. You and Heather get over here tomorrow. We got to watch right. this. I'm like whoa, dude, you're really kind of pushy about this. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Like, no, this is, you got to come see this. And so, you know, I was obviously excited because when you get excited about a film, I know there's something there. Right, right. But I also had this, uh, really? It's Mr. Rogers. Did you really? I thought you seemed excited. Well, I knew the movie was going to be interesting. I didn't know where it was going to go. I think that's where uh, it shocked me. It surprised me in a beautiful way. Uh, I would say as well, it's one of the deeper films... Um, that I've seen in a long time. Give yourself uh, an openness mm-hmm. to kind of, because this movie is going to get,
1: does get pretty deep. Yeah. And and uh, I, I think the mindset
0: you go into it helps so you know why don't i do a quick little one minute kind of overview and then we can dive into the themes that i think are really helpful how's that does that sound <laughs> Sure. what is that crazy you're laughing you're mocking my overview i
1: you know i'll interrupt you but go right ahead give me your one yeah. minute well more overview. just
0: like if i was going to say okay so what's the movie about and then we're going to try to give people a template and we get it that what we're doing by this is We are saying to people, we want you to watch the film, but we want you to actually listen to this podcast before you watch the film. I think so
1: because it's 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 tricky. Yeah, like it's the director is intentionally doing some things that are going to be
0: missed by a lot of people. Yeah,
1: quite confusing. You remember uh, Vanilla Sky, Mm -hmm. which I loved Vanilla Sky, but I can see why people did not like Vanilla Sky. It's not linear. It doesn't make sense. Same with Pulp Fiction. These movies, when they first when you first see them, you're like. It's just too right. out of. With uh, it's not the template that we yeah. normally use, and this director uses different aspect ratios. And so, I, yeah. this is your one minute, which is yeah. going to it's it's going to be telling the story really of a guy named Lloyd Vogel, yeah, who is an Esquire journalist yeah. who got the assignment to cover uh, a very short profile piece on Fred Rogers. Esquire, nineteen ninety eight, was doing uh, who are your heroes? An edition on heroes, yeah, right, and. And so Lloyd Vogel was an award-winning investigative journalist, and he was known as a hard-hitting journalist. Yeah. You know the type, yeah. right? The, he's going
0: to expose. Yeah, right?
1: he's looking for the dark. The dirt, yeah, yeah. The what really drives the cynical, you Mr. Rogers. Right, yeah. and and so, but he was initially offended to get this assignment because for him it was beneath him. The, uh, the he says to his editor in one of the scenes, uh, "I'm I'm I don't do profile uh, pieces. I do." Uh, I do investigative a journal yeah. and she says, you do whatever the fuck I tell you to do. Yeah, you're you're going to be doing this piece. Right. You're yeah. going to do the piece. And so he has to do it. And he, you can see he's going in it with just the most uh, jaded, mm-hmm. closed. Mm-hmm. Piece. There's a great little scene when he tells his wife, uh, whom he's having some relationship problems with, that he's going to do a, a profile piece on on Mr. Rogers. And she says, don't ruin my childhood. <laughs> yeah, don't ruin my childhood. Because you, yeah, you, you would. Because, yeah. Lloyd, you would ruin... You're kind of a jerk and you're right. looking
0: for everyone's junk, your, right. your stuff. And, so and, so uh, the
1: movie yeah. is about that. It's about this, this story that this reporter, Lloyd Vogel, is doing on Mr. Rogers. And he is absolutely unprepared, completely unprepared, that Fred Rogers is going to treat him like a real human being and enter into his world. And through that process... This this reporter that we just see is just a guy mm-hmm. has actually got a history. Yeah. And he's got a story. And he's got trauma. And, and he's got, got pain. pain. Yeah. And that starts coming up. And Fred Rogers, in a very respectful way, begin to give him space to begin dealing mm-hmm. with that. It's it's pe- yeah, it's beautiful. It t- takes my breath away mm-hmm. how skilled the mm-hmm. director is in telling yeah, the story. And,
0: and I think, you know, a couple of things that for us, and again, this is not about, you know, I know people might get up in arms about like, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Okay. By the way, lots this of spoilers thing, here. Spoiler. Right. I don't care. Right. Right. We want you to get this film. And so this is not going to, quote, spoil it. This is about understanding what or, we or think how about is Or how
1: about this? Why don't we, why don't we give them uh, just a couple of tips yeah. on how to watch this movie, then go watch it, and then come back to the sure, podcast. Sure, do that. Right? Yeah. So one of the things that is that uh, I know when Adele first saw it, it was kind of confusing for her, is he uses different... Aspect ratios, right? So yeah, the it, four by three, yeah, which is go like ahead. the
0: VHS. If if you had, you know, the old non HD, we didn't see it in widescreen high def. Right. So it's four by three. So you're gonna see the black bars on which is the side.
1: old Mr. Rogers show. Yeah. Right. It was a you know morning television program on children's TV or whatever. And so it's got that four by three. And so whenever the movie is in four by three, and you were the one who yeah. said you are now into uh, Lloyd Vogel's inside, inside Neighborhood. neighborhood.
0: That, right. So that's the key to the whole thing, yeah. is that Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and we begin to realize what Mr. Rogers is doing all along. Right. He created the concept of the neighborhood is what's going on inside of every child and every si- every single human yeah. being. We all have a neighborhood of selves that that we've been raised with inside of us. And he's he's trying to get kids to welcome all of these parts and all of these experiences. And when you when you sing this song about welcome to my neighborhood, it's a
1: beautiful day and in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood neighborly yeah,
0: neighborhood. and so w- won't you be mine? Will you be my neighbor? Yeah, is the daily mantra of what we need to be speaking to ourselves on the inside and so when you begin to see the four by three neighborhood scenes you realize you're in in lloyd's brain you're in lloyd's inside neighborhood right and all the trauma and all the stuff and all the parts that are coming up are coming up inside Yeah, because it was
1: confusing even to me as i was because i wasn't i wasn't Mm -hmm. really paying attention at the start to what he was doing and all of a sudden mr rogers is talking about esquire magazine and i was going did Mr. Rogers ever talk about SBI? Right, that right, seems like very right. adult yeah. for Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And it, it took me a while to, like, oh, oh. he didn't actually do a program. Yeah. This is a program inside, inside of Vogel's Lloyd's yeah. brain. Lloyd Vogel's right? brain yeah. And then very quickly, it'll be back to 16.9. Mm-hmm. Right, just normal widescreen. Yep.
0: And now you're in Vogel's life, and he's and doing now you're stuff. just in the life of life. Yeah. This is this normal is movie. there's humans yeah.
1: and people, and so uh, if you can just kind of roll with that when you watch the movie, don't get too confused, don't try to micromanage it, but understand what what the director is really doing is telling a story of Lloyd's healing through his interaction with this neighborhood mm-hmm. in his in his mind, and mm-hmm. it gets it can get it does get a little. Bizarre later on mm-hmm. in the film, he actually finds himself in Mr. Rogers name yeah, yeah, as so, a
0: character right so he's on a, he's tiny there he's with, a
1: little t- with with, uh, the with puppets, Daniel Rabbit yeah, and
0: meeting King whatever yeah, King
1: Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah, King
0: Friday the 13th. So he meets these characters at their level. He right. becomes this miniature person on the inside the neighborhood yeah. of Mr. Rogers. He actually
1: becomes a part of him that he lost in childhood that was traumatized mm-hmm. called Old Rabbit. And, and the little puppet, Daniel, just at one point says, old rabbit, I've been looking forward to meeting you. It is chilling, man, yeah. when you realize, at least from a therapist's point of view, Peg. So let me just kind yeah, of step yeah. out of this to say one, one of the pieces that has really energized in the last five years of my life, and I think your life too, is uh, a model of therapy called internal family systems. Mm. And it's exactly what you say. It's beginning to recognize that all of us have parts. That we're not just one thing, but we're many things. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have an, like right now with this global crisis, there's a part of us that is terrified or mm-hmm. really scared. Or there's a part of us that is worried about this. And yet, that's not all of us. Yeah. There's also a part of us that's calm. There's a part of us that has perspective. And when we can begin recognizing that we have these parts, and that for many of us, our parts are still stuck in trauma, Mm-hmm. that then we can start helping them. We can start healing. And that's been one of the reasons we yeah. wanted to tie into this podcast as we start talking about internal family systems, how we are seeing that heal people, how the, the new research on psychedelic medicines, how they are starting to heal people. Mm-hmm. These are new things that are happening in our mm-hmm. life. And and we saw this film as like it's yeah. it's amazing
0: what it's doing yeah you know reading Michael Pollan's book How to Change Your Mind yeah uh, a great book Yeah, you know and such a pro- I mean he's an incredible New York Times best selling writer and he looks at this new research coming out of Johns Hopkins and other universities Imperial College yeah. and as they're looking at addictions and trauma and PTSD and tr- depression
1: and they're right? looking
0: at these plant medicines that can really help people calm their minds down for a, for a couple hours for th- four or five hours so they can actually get in touch touch with these parts of their 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 mind in, in their themselves for maybe the first time in their life most of us live and i would say you know um in in particularly in north america where we are so consumed by by just the the daily uh the 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 daily entourage of just the thoughts in our head Mm -hmm. we are overwhelmed by just daily life the stresses of raising the kids and the job and this and mortgage and that what am i get cooking for dinner and who's taking this person here those thoughts are which are there's millions of these thoughts going on in our head at any time most of us are fused with those thoughts yeah
1: we say blended but same idea yeah. yeah
0: you think you are all of that stuff
1: yeah when you are when you're blended in with an anxious part of yeah. you you're thinking the anxious thoughts yeah. you're seeing the world through the anxiety you're yeah. feeling the anxiety in your body yeah. and it can like you said I, I absolutely agree. it can be
0: overwhelming to yeah. us. and i think some of the you know some of my healthiest friends people that i really admire when we get close and start talking and they start talking about what's it like for them and they're very skilled they're very good parents mothers fathers sure. but when they put their head on the pillow at night i say hey what's going on for you and it's like i have tough time sleeping why my mind is so active shut off, yeah. so busy there's so many things i can barely i you know Three four glasses of wine, I can finally knock out that brain, and it finally slows down enough for me to fall asleep, or whatever substance, or whatever escape, or whatever. If you do it on three glasses
1: of wine, consider yourself lucky. Right, and I'm not joking. I know it often
0: takes a lot more than that to to put. So to that person, this film really comes to you, and and oh, sorry, going back to the Michael Pollan stuff. Michael Pollan's book is recommending, or this this looking at this research to say this IFS model is this Richard Schwartz model, internal family systems, internal family systems is a perfect, it's one of the best ways to understand what's going inside of us. It's like when Richard kind of discovered that, he he didn't invent it, he discovered this model. This is what's going on inside of us, and it's working. And now therapy and and these plant medicines are realizing this is the map of how to understand how our parts work. Right, and
1: I look forward, man, to... Talking so much more yeah, about this. We have more podcasts to talk about. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, we're just we're, scratching. We're getting the surface. to the Rogers. Yeah, movie, let's get back yeah, to the yeah. Rogers movie. So this this idea of Mister Rogers' neighborhood and welcoming mm. our feelings, mm-hmm. um, you know, a- a getting back to this idea of how childlike he is, and and Fred Rogers says he intentionally just wanted to look through the the lens of a child's eyes. He was he's asked in the in in the movie itself when one of the interviews. Uh, he's on. He says, "What what do parents most need?" I think Arsenio Hall or mm-hmm. someone asked him, "Like, what do parents most need?" And he says, "They need to remember what it's like to be a child, mm. w- their own childhood. Yeah. They need to they need to remember what it's like to have these big feelings of anger or sadness, and how what what can I do with them?" And so mm. that's what he's about in his yeah. show is to give children a way of, of of being with their feelings without being overwhelmed by their yeah. feelings. This one little bit, he says, "If we're human." any part of human the experience of being human is mentionable we can talk about it and if we can talk about it if it's mentionable we can manage it i'll tell you man i've been Mm. a a psychotherapist for 35 years that's as good a description of therapy Mm. as i've ever heard in my life and mr rogers was doing it day by day
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and that scene he was talking about death right and they're in a scene where someone's dying, and, yeah. and, and he comes in and looks at this family that's all just super awkward, doesn't know what to say. Yeah. And he's like, death is something hard for us, isn't it? But it's really human. We all are going to die. And just the way he starts talking Normalizes about it, it. Like he would to a five-year-old. But right. all these adults are like, ah, they're five-year-olds yeah. inside, okay. right? Okay, so yeah.
1: let's just say... Go watch the movie now. Yeah. And we're going to now start talking about the film. Okay. Okay, so we have this character, Lloyd Braun. And, uh, Lloyd Braun. Lloyd, Lloyd,
0: S- Lloyd Braun is a reference to Seinfeld. I love it's it. The it's, yeah, it's
1: the gum. Yeah, it's the gum guy yeah. with the Chinese gum. Yeah, yeah Go inside. watch that episode yeah, of Seinfeld. Yeah. Brilliant episode. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd Braun. Serenity now! <laughs> Serenity, yeah. That's Lloyd Braun yeah. doing the computers. Sit okay, okay. okay. I love that, by the way. If we can't do that on a podcast, we're going to go we got to make Lloyd Braun references. Lloyd Vogel. Lloyd Vogel. He's... He's uh, an angry man. You can just mm-hmm. tell. And so the movie's his sister, and you get a sense mm-hmm. that he's very close to his sister. His sister's being married for the third time. And him and his wife, and he's got a little baby, are getting ready to go to the wedding. And his wife says, i got to tell you something. And he goes, yeah, what? He says, your father's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you can see. I just love how a good yeah. director does this, Peg. He doesn't use a lot of script, mm-hmm. but just the, the subtle ways that he lets the... The, you, you feel let, the history let the
0: actor hold this one you don't yeah. have to tell us what's going right. on that line your father's going to be there and you're like looking at his face going oh shit there's there's a there's, there's a story here there's a story he doesn't want his father there and there's 30 40 years of history oh
1: yeah was, Matthew Reese, by the way from the Americans is just brilliant yeah. playing uh, Lloyd Vogelbrod, yeah. and so he's uh, you can he just basically says uh, why don't we just not go we got a baby we got yeah. to build an excuse and she says you're not serious. He goes, yeah, of course I'm not serious, but you know, he's absolutely serious. So sure enough, he shows up, Chris Cooper plays Mm -hmm. the alcoholic kind of violent, just that dad. And of course I grew up with an alcoholic dad. And as soon as I saw Mm -hmm. him, it started pushing a little button inside of me. I went, yeah, I mean, Chris Cooper, the character is not my dad, Yeah, Yeah, but there's, there's some crossovers and I thought, man, you needed to bring in a, an actor with the depth of a Chris mm. Cooper to be able to really mm-hmm. kind of bring this out. Yeah. And and they uh, he sings inappropriately as a toast to his daughter at the wedding, and yeah. you're just like, oh, man, this guy. The whole been... wedding
0: goes, I mean, it goes sideways for him and his father. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah.
1: and so it, it, it culminates in this scene where uh, Lloyd actually has to talk to his dad. His dad forces it, and it ends up in a violent fist, yeah. fist fight. Yeah. and. And um, and this now becomes a big issue between him and his wife. His yeah. wife, like, what's going on? Yeah. And he starts distancing his wife because he's something in his, his interview with Fred Rogers has really uh, kind of triggered him. Now, let's just yeah. say Fred Rogers is doing his neighbor, neighbor show, um, yeah. Fred Rogers' neighborhood, and he starts showing this picture board. And he says, here's a picture of King Friday the 13th. And here's a picture of uh, the lady, and here's a picture of my new friend. And he shows a picture of Lloyd Vogel, who's just been in a fight, and his, oh, bloody, his face. bloody face. He's bloody
0: face, my friend. And Lloyd. it's such a weird, we like it would never. When show you're up.
1: watching, you're going, "Who's what? What's yeah. going on now? You have here's no my idea." Friend.
0: Look at him. You know, you're looking at his face, and he's all bloodied, and you're like, "And oh, oh. something's happened." And, Lord, and
1: Mr. Rogers says, "Sometimes when bad things happen, we have to forgive people." And you're like, "Holy cow!" what's, what's yeah, going on and I again I'll say it's a little disorienting from a movie point of view if you're expecting this is just going to be kind of a linear mm-hmm. it's going to spoon feed you all the plot elements do not expect that. As I remember uh, when Adele and I first watched it, she we paused. She goes, "What is going on here?" And I just said, "You're just going to have to let it come to you, Adele. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be a movie that's going to, you know, front end load the plot so you mm-hmm. know, you know, all that's going to happen. It's gonna, it's gonna unfold in like an onion. It, you're mm-hmm. just going to have to kind of let it peel itself, mm-hmm. and it, then it really does."
0: Yeah, and I think what happens is, uh, you know, the what, what for me what makes the film so brilliant is. Yes. Have we seen movies of people, you know, dealing with the relationships with their father? Yeah, I've seen lots of movies like that. But what's brilliant about this is they use, again, the foil of Mr. Rogers and his internal neighborhood as the way for the Vogel character to actually start having to confront his own inner demons, his own anger, his own, you know, that you're angry. He you said, know, I'm not angry. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's like, no. Like, can you say... I am angry. Right, yeah. There's know? this.
1: There's a great scene mm-hmm. um, where he is in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood and Mr. Rogers is talking to him and he's an old rabbit. He's got these rabbit ears on, which is his old little his toy. Old, yeah,
0: the, 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 the teddy bear that gave him comfort and security as a child. Right. He, you know, Mr. Rogers asked him, who's your old stuffed animal that he used goes, to kind of like, ah, oh, no big deal. It's like, no, as a child, he said, what that was, was it? your Remember attachment?
1: he says, what was his name? Was his and name? he goes, and you could see all of a sudden, and Lloyd is starting to remember. And he, he's thinking, he goes, he "Goes his name is Rabbit. He goes, yeah. And he goes, no, Old Rabbit. He's mm. called Old Rabbit. And you realize, man, we are getting, we are getting closer and closer to his trauma. Mm. Again, if you've already seen the film, um, the mother of Lloyd and his sister gets cancer. And that's when Chris Cooper deserts them. The father deserts them, And these two teenagers have to see their mother through a very, very painful death. Mm-hmm. And he's furious at his father. He will never be his You abandon our family. You abandon, you abandon us when,
0: when, we... when mom was dying. You are philandering around, yep. sleeping with women, yep. being an alcoholic, and you left us with nothing. And mom was dying and you weren't there. And he has to, I mean, this is... and it's this deep, is deep. What Mr. Deep. Rogers is like access that yes get angry Talk about your feelings. what is that part that that should be defining boundaries that should be angry about this right you should be angry that was wrong you are angry, yes. you, are angry. You, know, you are angry. should be
1: you are angry and so this you know this this moment of uh he's in mr rogers neighborhood and and uh he's talking about feelings talking about welcoming your feelings that feelings are sometimes painful And they're good. And he says, why don't you try this? He says to uh, Lloyd, he goes, goes, uh, I'm sad. And Lloyd goes, I'm sad. He goes, I'm angry. And Lloyd goes, I'm angry. And all of a sudden, the screen goes black. And then you see Lloyd at the bed of his dying mother. In kind of a void-like space. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, Peg, this Mm. is what trauma therapy is like. In order for people to heal their traumas, this is the hardest part of trauma, is you have to bring them to these moments of the deepest, most painful, whether it be abandonment abuse, or shame yeah. or neglect or hmm. terror. What you have to bring them to the moment so that so that they as their now grown up selves can go to these exiled parts that have been alone and he goes to this goes to this scene where he's saying goodbye to his mother and it's such a beautiful tender Mm. scene where his mother says you don't have to hold anger Mm. for me and she puts her hand Mm. on his face and strokes him and you know that this part is being healed
0: Yeah,
1: and then and then the next scene, he's in a restaurant. Wasn't this an oh, yeah. amazing oh, well, scene? Oh, this
0: scene to me was uh, such, a, such an interesting scene. Because you cause realize what the director's right, really doing right. all along. So he is in this scene and he's talking with Mr. Rogers in a booth in a, in a restaurant. Crowded restaurant. Yeah. Everyone's eating around and you know, oblivious to Mr. Rogers and this guy talking in a, over, you know, over dinner. And Mr. Rogers says, Something I'd like to do is I like to take 60 seconds of quiet. To think, think about all the people that, that loved, loved you into, into being. What a great line. Yeah. All the people that loved you into being. And that could be in your past or now. But I want you to think about that because they said come would, to he you. goes, would you
1: do it with me? Yeah, would you do it with me? I can do this exercise. And after about three seconds, Lloyd says, He's fidgeting going he goes, this is it. I I I don't want to do this. And and Mr. Rogers just says, they will come to you. And then the film gets Goes absolutely quiet. quiet.
0: Pin drop quiet.
1: And over the next 30 seconds, the restaurant patrons, who are all aware that Mr. Rogers is in the neighborhood and have all been touched by Mr. Rogers in their childhood, knows that that's what he's doing. He's trying to have you remember the people who loved you in being. And all of a sudden, people, people are remembering. Forks down.
0: Yeah. People stop eating. And you can and see the camera cl- pans out. And there's 50 people just kind of sitting there reflecting. Yes. On all the people that loved them into being. Right. And
1: then the camera focuses on... Mr. Rogers as he's looking at Lloyd so beautifully, just focusing them and let let them come to you. And then Mr. Rogers moves his head ever so slightly and looks directly into the camera. In other words, he's looking directly at you the viewer. And we were with you. Yeah. And Heather and I just I paused because I said the people who have loved me into being are in this room right now. Mm-hmm. My beautiful life partner mm. who, stood by, who stood by me my whole life. Mm. My best friend is right there. Mm. I've shared good times yeah. and hard times together. Yeah. And Heather and yeah. many, yeah. many more yeah. people. And I am now doing it. And you are now doing. We are thinking about the people who have made us who we are, whether mm. through trial or or through beauty, yeah. they have formed and forged us into the resilient, strong people we are today. And we did it. And then you realize, that's what the director's really doing. He's bringing Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood into my, my life, life yeah. as the viewer of this film. Yeah.
0: yeah, can you start thinking about your neighborhood and start thinking about these inner inner parts, these inner kids, these ch- these children inside of us, these parts child parts yeah these child parts now can you begin to start with the with the tone of love inside yeah. can you love yourself and then uh <clears throat> you begin to he looks in the camera you feel it and it's pin drop quiet there's no music there's right. no right they've absolutely 60 seconds in a, mo- in a movie is a long time of quiet
1: because it builds intensity right, right? Like, that's Ooh. it you you are you are yeah. not that. i'm just saying you're watching this movie, it's not lost in you what he's yeah, doing. Yeah. This is not like underhanded. Yeah. It's very clear that yeah. Mr. Rogers is saying to you, think of all the people that yeah. have loved you into being. They will come to you.
0: And this needs to be the tone of our inside lives. Yeah. This is the tone of voice, the, the tone of love and acceptance. And then it cuts to a scene. He Vogel's later uh, gets up in the middle of the night to pick up his little, uh, his, you know, six-month-old yeah, six baby, baby son yeah. goes into the room in the quietness and the darkness And he picks up this little baby boy and he starts looking him in the eye and he starts singing this song from Mr. Rogers, which is like, like I like you, I love you just the way you are. And you realize that, yes, he's speaking this to his son, which is incredible, but he's also speaking this to the inside parts of his life where he's beginning to heal and he's beginning to all these parts that he's, He's that's integrating, he's integrating all the salvation is happening right there. And I'm like, what if that's the tone of our inside lives? What if we can begin to start speaking to our inside parts the way we speak to our own children with love and compassion Those parts to parts best the hardest
1: to do you yeah. know are the parts that we dislike we disown can we begin getting close to them and looking at them with true authentic love and delight. I like you Mm -hmm. look inside people have said what is self-compassion that's what it is yeah it's coming alongside a hurting suffering part of myself and giving help and support and saying you're part of me every part of me is welcome." And I look forward to a future Mm -hmm. podcast where I'll tell my own story Mm -hmm. back in the 90s when I first learned about internal family systems and how this Buddhist uh, guy led me through an Mm -hmm. imagery that changed my life and that was part of it is Mm -hmm. looking to all my parts saying I love you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And and maybe that's, a, you know, that's maybe the third episode is me, uh, you know, as I've got to work really closely with you, Dave, and, and understood this and went through Richard Schwartz's book and began to, you know, practice this in group and yeah, begin to yeah. start doing the internal journey work of dealing and understanding my own parts and how, how it's in a beautiful way shaped who I am. In in beautiful ways, but also hard ways too. Yeah. But coming to terms and acceptance of all these parts, uh, all the parts in my neighborhood, to welcome all of those parts is really the, the really the healing journey of our lives.
1: Yeah, whether we're whether we've got big T trauma, whether we grew up in uh, a home where. Uh, we didn't feel loved or there was too much stress going on, or if we just got the normal bumps and bruises from life, but we got good scaffolding from our parents. Regardless, all of us can continue, can learn these, these ways of, of embracing and welcoming mm-hmm. ourselves. One of the things I love about the film is kind of a, there's a couple different things going on. One of them is just, the, just looking how Mr. Rogers was in the world, this guy mm-hmm. Fred Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things that really struck me and I think I told you, he reminds me of Carl Rogers, who is like Carl Rogers, the mm-hmm. first person in psychologist. The psychologist in the 60s, was so foundational to how I wanted to practice mm. therapy. And one of the concepts he uses is called prizing. You really need to prize people. And I like that word because it's not, it doesn't mean you want to like people, but of course you should like people, but prize them. That mm. And he would, Rogers even said, Carl Rogers, that if you can't prize your client, you need to stop mm. the therapy. That's how important this yeah. quality is. Well, Fred Rogers, he... Everybody that came into his orbit, he noticed them, looked them in the eyes, and used their name. And Lloyd Mm. just basically told Fred this story of who he is. Well, one of the things he just mentioned, his son's name was Gavin. And at one point, you see Fred Rogers swimming laps in a pool because that's the way he tries to deal with his own anger. And he prays, he says. Fred Mm. Rogers says, I'd just like to pray. And he's starting to name people, and he goes... Lloyd Vogel and he takes a few mm. strokes and he goes Gavin Vogel and when he came to see mm. the family when he saw Gavin for the first time he runs over to the little cradle and he looks at the little child and he says hello Gavin I've been looking forward to meeting you and maybe someday we can be friends mm. isn't that powerful yeah. just uh, that to me is Mm-hmm. What being God-like is, mm-hmm. being more like Christ is being mm-hmm. like that. These mm-hmm. these people who just have lots and lots of God in them, mm-hmm. and you know they have God in them because they're they're, they're loving. Full they're full of love, yeah,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I guess as we kind of wrap up this this first
1: introductory thing, yeah, yeah.
0: it's just you know we want to yes recommend this film, but in this time we we ask that yes. Our planet is in a is in a is in a big shift right now. This is now. new. Yeah. This is new, and it's it's very anxiety producing and very you know there's lots of stuff going on. A lot of uncertainty. Yeah. But if you can just take a stop and a breath with your family, with your kids, with a couple of close friends, and kind of just take a pause and say, "Can I be good even in the midst of the chaos around me?" And can, can I welcome
1: I that part of me yeah. that's anxious and say, "Of course you're anxious. Yeah. You you never have to apologize." for becoming anxious mm-hmm. early in life. But can, you, can I come next to you and say, feel my adult strength. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared.
0: Yeah, that, impo- that big part of you, that, that core-wise that grown self grown-up
1: part of me, yeah. the part that is there and does have wisdom and knowledge and be able to come alongside these hurting parts and say, I'm here, you can trust me. I say to my parts all the time, look away from the man that's scaring you. Look away from the newscasts. Look away from the predictions mm-hmm. of doom. Look towards me. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not scared of it. Yeah, it's complex adult stuff. Mm -hmm. We have to put our best brains to it. But I'm not scared. Mm -hmm. And when our anxious parts can feel that we're not scared, because they're in the same body, man, then they can they can calm down.
0: Yeah. Well, Uh, that's 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 for later on. That's great. But Mr. uh,
1: Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood.
0: Tom Hanks does a brilliant job. We recommend the film, and hopefully, this has been a helpful kind of primer on how to watch the film and how to get. Uh, get some stuff out of it we welcome your feedback we'll put an email out there
1: it, will this be on facebook or something yeah i'll,
0: I'll uh, we'll post it we'll on figure we'll po- something yeah we'll post it and we'll get it out there but we'd love to get your feedback and yeah. emails yeah. and as we is this helpful is this interesting to yeah even if you're guys like
1: people? i didn't understand this yeah. movie because you said you read reviews yeah uh, folks are going like i, I didn't
0: get it yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh man You've... you give it a one out of five my goodness you missed it yeah you yeah, know? yeah but, yeah. but uh, we hopefully this is helpful and we will, uh, we will, we will try to do this a bit more often. And it's good doing this with you again. Ah, love I mean, it. it's so it's, fun uh, to be back. Man. Yeah, it is. We, yeah, we're, gonna, sure. we're gonna, we're gonna, we got stuff to say, and yeah. we're gonna, you're gonna be hearing from us. Yeah, so yeah. For anyways, I'm sure. signing off, yeah, uh, Dave and, yeah. Pei yeah. and uh have a good day. Have a great day.